ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. The Drive. Brought to you by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. Local then, local now. Member FDIC. It is Tuesday, October 26th. Your drive begins now on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. We're going to get you through this hour. The phone line is open now. The White Claw phone line, 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. White Claw Heart Seltzer, it is made pure. Text line is also open, 304-523-2275. Coach Huff Presser earlier this afternoon. Pretty much the basic stuff you would expect. He had a good time with Vinnie Curry uh, watching the Knicks play. Doesn't know much about basketball, but he's learning. And a couple of basic things he went over there. Uh, we usually would get to that, but I kind of want to leave the show a little bit more open today because right now I'm sitting here, laptop open, a presser that was supposed to begin. Originally, it's going to be 430. Then it's 445. Now it's, it's after 5 here as the show airs live. It's after 5, and I'm still waiting to see what the presser looks like for Southern Miss. It's official, by the way. Southern Miss is going to be a member of the Sun Belt Conference. So the announcement is today that Southern Miss will be a member no later than July 1st, 2023. So you're going to have the remainder of this season. You're going to have that transitional year, and then you're going to have... Southern Miss in the Sun Belt. Uh, Here's the statement that was released. This is a big day for our conference. We are thrilled to welcome the University of Southern Mississippi to the Sun Belt. Southern Miss brings a host of strengths to our conference. They are competitive across all of their sports, have a strong brand, and are supported by a great fan base. The electric atmosphere surrounding their games is a tradition we are proud to now be a part of. And this is from Commissioner Keith Gill. He's done an outstanding job, don't you think, of managing the Sun Belt, leading, and I use that word, leading the Sun Belt. I have not felt leadership from Conference USA. I feel leadership from afar from the Sun Belt and Commissioner Keith Gill. He added, I am grateful to President Dr. Rodney D. Bennett and Athletic Director Jeremy McLean for their leadership during this process. I'd also like to thank the CEOs and Athletic Directors of our current member institutions for their efforts as we continue to discuss adding new members. It was unanimous across the board. Nobody objected. And, of course, they're not going to say, yeah, hey, uh, on a um, – yeah, we had one dissenter here. Yeah, we had a couple of dissenters. But, you know, it's, it was almost a slam dunk. But welcome to the con- – no, that's not happening. It's across the board. Welcome into the conference, Southern Miss. Now, when's Marshall going to do this? We're still waiting. Here we are. It's Tuesday. We'll find out Thursday – when Brad Smith is anointed the president of Marshall, look, that if if I was betting in Vegas right now, welcome President Brad Smith. Until you can give me evidence otherwise, it's Brad Smith, right? This is a slam dunk for him. This is a huge slam dunk for him. I was down the hall earlier this morning talking to my good friend, Bill Cornwell. And Bill's like, yeah, you know, Brad Smith, that's my buddy. I'm like, okay. He's excited. A lot of Herd fans uh, are excited. Uh, I don't know if um, there's too many people on the street that think it's going to be a different name when this thing is finally brought open into the 
deliberation portion where we get to see, we get to be a part of it. Yeah, this is a slam dunk right now. Brad Smith, president. I mean, I keep getting asked that. Hey, what do you think? Uh, Brad Smith. He'll be the president. We, of course, will get some different opinions on the program a little bit later on. Um, cause I, I'm getting, I'm getting the booth like, Hey, can I, n- no, not yet. The booth wants to speak. No, not yet. Later. You should have been here for the production meeting. Should have been here for the production meeting. So, um, if you've got a dissenting point of view here, the text line is 304-523-2275, 304 Seven, five. Uh, here's a statement from Jeremy McLean, the director of athletics, the University of Southern Mississippi. Today is a great day for Southern Miss. I want to thank Commissioner Gill and the board of directors within the Sun Belt for their faith in our institution and our ability to add value to the conference. We are excited about adding our rich tradition of success and passionate fan base to a conference that values those attributes and look forward to working together to continue to elevate the Sun Belt on the national stage. So Southern Miss is going to make that conference better. When Southern Miss is good, your conference is better. If Southern Miss was having better success on the football field, Conference USA would be higher regarded, I believe. Because when Southern Miss was cooking, I mean, it's a much better league. They've got history. They've got tradition. They've got great fans. They have... I think a lot of value. You don't look at Hattiesburg and go, oh man, that's a great TV market. You don't look at that. You don't go, oh yeah, we could get the Hattiesburg television market. We would, we, sorry, you know, we're looking for TV markets here in the American. No, you want passionate football, right? This is all going to go to streaming eventually. You, you look at the Marshall basketball schedule, it's going to streaming. I mean, linear television is a thing still, and I value it. I, I value linear programming. This is linear programming. I mean, we're here live now. For those of you listening on the podcast, thank you for, for making the, the choice to download the show and listen to it on your schedule. And we make it available for you because I understand you can't be here live all the time. But if you're here live, there's a value to being live and there's a value to streaming if you can't watch it, because really, what's the difference between being on a linear platform? We call it linear, where you're watching the game live on your cable or your satellite, or you opening up the ESPN Plus app and streaming it live, or maybe on a delay. Because I'm watching New York Rangers hockey yesterday on ESPN Plus. It was live. It wasn't on cable or satellite where I could get it. If I had the center ice package on DirecTV, I could have watched it like that. But instead, I'm watching it on ESPN Plus because that's part of my package, my subscription ESPN Plus. And so I'm excited. I get to watch the game. I don't care if it's on satellite or cable. Just I care if I can get it. That's what I care about. Because I sought it out. Now, a lot of herd fans still like the traditional way to watch things, and I, and I get that, and it's yes, I value that too. Because you're hoping that someone looking for a game 
maybe someone is not invested in your team, but looking for something to watch, stumbled upon it. I mean, I can do that now with the streaming packages. Just you know, I'm 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 scrolling. Hey, what's on today? Scroll down. Okay, you know what? Appalachian State, Coastal Carolina. Yeah, that was on linear TV, of course. But I, you know, I, I could click that there as well. And watch it live. So, I think the Sun Belt has done it right, going after passionate fan bases, excitement there, because you're going to see, I think, an energized Southern Miss fan base. They're going to be definitely excited. Uh, it's um, it's by the way, five fifteen right now. And the presser has not yet begun here, unless unless they're waiting for something. I see the cheer, I see the band. Uh, I'm assuming that this is the presser here. We're waiting. There's a podium, chairs, it's empty. We don't need that, though. I was kind of want to see if we could maybe go to that, but we'll see what happens. I was kind of curious what they were going to actually say, but the invitation has been accepted now. So now we're just waiting, waiting for Marshall, waiting for potentially Old Dominion, James Madison. We're waiting to see what happens next. And some media reports are saying, hey, this thing could be done by Friday. I am not of that mind just yet. I need to see what happens on Thursday when a new president is announced. And again, I'm of the mindset that what does waiting a few days mean? If you already have the president in your mind as a collective body and you've made the you've extended the offer. You've extended the offer. Now you can get their input. And what's the difference here in saying the new president has, along with the board of governors, accepted the invitation to the Sun Belt? Other than optics, right? The optics here. Is it going to be the new president that's going to be forward? Even though the new president doesn't take the job officially, is it going to be the new president or is it going to be the current administration making the announcement with input from the new president. As far as I'm concerned, new president takes over next year. Current president, current athletic director, board of governors make that decision. Doesn't matter if new president is going to come in in a few months. Sure, you want that person's input, but at the same time, not on the job just yet. Don't Make changes based on the person coming in while you still have people on the job, right? Sort of like the president of the United States. Even though Joe Biden elected president, Donald Trump's administration just didn't stop and say, okay, hey, we're going to start doing things your way now. And that's how it's pretty much gone. I mean, you have transition teams and all of that. But you know, I guess what I'm saying in here is um, if you want to consult the, the new hire, that's great. But... This is something that I don't think you can sit on too long unless there is still deliberation over the hire. And then you want to have the optics that the new hire has had that input that has been sought by the Board of Governors. And here it is. Okay, the new president signed off on this. And I'm not trying to start rumors and I'm not trying to imply anything, but I know there has been the 
the thoughts that maybe there's some dissension here between football and basketball. I get it. I understand. I heard Dan talk about travel last week, and I know from just anecdotal conversations, some people have taken that as, okay, maybe he's not keen on the Sun Belt here. And I I don't think he's sitting there going, man, I hate the Sun Belt. Let's just, you know, it's all about basketball. I think wherever Marshall lands, you got to make the best situation if you're Marshall basketball, if you're Marshall soccer. And of course, there's those conversations that maybe Marshall soccer is going to find a new home in the Sun Belt if the Sun Belt starts up soccer again, because you got a couple of years before you become a member of the of the league. That's plenty of time to restart soccer. I mean, that could be part of the announcement here. There could be, once you get this done, the Sun Belt comes out and says, hey, we're bringing Marshall in. This is what they bring. And we're excited to also announce that we're restarting soccer and the Sun Belt. And then all of a sudden you got Marshall. I know you got Kentucky. I know you got South Carolina, right? West Virginia. Do you think West Virginia is going to go back to the MAC after pulling out and saying, you know, we, we kind of want to come back now? No. So wherever Marshall's going, I think West Virginia would go as well. The, the coaches for both Marshall and West Virginia really like each other. There's a history between them. It's a good competitive friendship and mentorship role once upon a time. Two colleagues, two people that really like each other. So you have programs that they're going to basically talk it over amongst themselves and you know I'm sure you're going to have like okay this is going to make sense for for Marshall West Virginia Marshall West Virginia and the Sun Belt maybe I mean I'm this is pure conjecture and speculation on my part right now just throwing it out here but it comes back to this for me Sun Belt Conference making the announcement that Southern Miss has accepted the invitation I think Marshall could be moving faster. I think Marshall needs to move faster. I think Marshall needs to basically come out and say, here's where we're at. Instead of this, let's just wait until we hire a new president to let that person have the the input. And again, I mean, you saw you saw the tweet from Patrick Farrell. The Marshall Board of Governors is going to name a new president next Thursday, which is coming up this week. Next Thursday's board meeting, new president is going to be named. Okay, you're going to name the new president. Are you going to surprise that person? Hey, you got the job. You make the invitation first. Will you? We're going to offer you the job. Are you accepting? Yes, I'm accepting. Do you do that ahead of this? Have you already done this and this is just a formality here? Are you planning on making this announcement and then having that person be forward-facing on the next step here? What are you doing? Ultimately, we'll find out. And I I read Chuck Landon's column today, and he said that we're going to have to wait a few days after. So I'm assuming he's thinking, okay, you got the announcement Thursday, four more days, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. So we're going to have to wait till next Monday. We're going to have to wait till next Monday to find this out. Do you do you really want to see the the fan base go stir crazy any longer? Seriously, do you do you want I mean it's fine for me. It gives me more things to talk about. I hey, I appreciate it. I really do. Cuz I can just sit here for 
for an hour every day and just talk about this. I can churn this up and, and throw some new stuff in, you know, remix it. It's like leftovers. I'm, I'm putting some new seasoning and some new flavors in. You know, hey, cut some fresh peppers up. We'll season this up a little bit here. You know, you know, throw a little paprika in it. We'll we'll remix this here. You know, Monday it's a meatloaf. Tuesday it's hamburger helper. I, I we will come back. Get your phone calls in, 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. You know what else we're going to do? We're going to get your text in, 304-523-2275, We'll talk a little herd soccer with you. We'll talk more about what's happening with Southern Miss, making the announcement earlier today, and uh, I'm just waiting to see what they're doing with the press conference and uh, – with the, unless they've just now combined the press conference fan event, what the deal here is. Um, I'm following along on YouTube. All you need to know is Southern Miss is going to be in the Sun Belt. How soon will we find out if Marshall will follow? That's coming up when we continue with today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM at AM 930. Brought to you by Huntington Federal Savings Bank, the local bank that's here for every step of your life's journey. Member FDIC. Text line is open, 304-523-2275. Paul Swan, your host for today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Texter writes, you mentioned the Texas schools yesterday regarding travel. UMass and UConn are not exactly local either if Marshall remains in this CUSA pile of dung. This is Bill. He's currently from Denver. Thanks, Bill. I appreciate it. Um, yeah, you look at the mileage. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna go and, and rehash with. Uh, Mr. Landon did today in the uh, Herald-Dispatch in his column looking at mileage, but I just think this is going to be a better situation for the herd. Uh, I like the footprint better. I like the the aspect that you got a couple of schools in the Virginia area. You got a couple of schools in North Carolina. You've got more of that regional southern appeal. This didn't seem to be a problem when Marshall was in the Southern Conference. I mean, how many people were complaining about travel? I mean, again, we didn't have social media back in the day. So your mileage may vary as far as what you think is reasonable travel. But at the same time, not every fan is going to travel. So it's not going to be an issue. Some will. Got to look at alumni bases as well, where your alum at. You go to the schools in Virginia. Yeah, you, know, you got Old Dominion, and you know, well attended, right? If James Madison is in this thing, well attended, I, I would think Marshall fans, right? I would think so. Uh, Appalachian State, good showing by the herd fans. I think travel will be travel is always going to be an issue. It doesn't matter what league you're in. Travel is going to be an issue because travel takes money. Just doesn't matter if you're chartering your flight or you're you're busing, but it's going to be easier for some to to hop in a plane and go somewhere. And it's going to be easier for some to get in a car or a bus or SUV, head down for a weekend, do some traveling. Sure, right? And I think you factor that in with what's going to make more sense. 
Because again, if if Marshall and Appalachian State play, I think there's a little bit more built-in excitement than say Marshall. And no disrespect to UTSA, but Marshall UTSA. I mean, they're going to be a ranked opponent when Marshall faces them. And I say win because I'm already banking on the herd winning the conference championship. Come on now. Come on. I know this audience. I know this audience. You know, when back when I was hired to be edgy because Woody was the patron saint of uh, Marshall Athletics, and I was, uh, I was hired to be the counterpoint to Woody, to be the edgy one. No, you didn't like that. Her fans did not like that. Love Woody. So that was a problem. So that was the that's the only problem is that you have a situation where you look at what conference USA is going to be and you see some of the potential names that have been brought up and you look at where Marshall's at now. If Conference USA was not picked over by the American and now with the Sun Belt taking taking care of getting the best of the rest or the best of the available, you're going to have Western Kentucky, which is a desirable opponent. Middle Tennessee, a desirable opponent. FIU, all the years of uh, grief with the Florida schools because... The Florida schools, for what they could be, as far as programs concerned, have not lacked for interest, as far as I'm concerned. FAU, FAU has a little swagger about about that program. Won a couple championships in the conference, a little swagger. FIU's trying to, to replicate that, build that up a little bit, maybe not the case. But it's been it's been good. You get the recruiting down in Florida. Is that is that important today? To physically take a Marshall team to Florida? Is that how important is that? You you've seen you've seen what's happened over the last uh five, seven years here, right? Is it that important to take a Marshall team physically to Florida to recruit Florida. I know I'm not making a case for FIU right now in this league, and I don't think you're going to see FIU in this league. You're not going to see Western Kentucky, Middle Tennessee. Too many people have told me that the bad blood still exists. And you have a lot of those presidents that are still around. A lot of the the people that were in the league several years ago when those programs decided to leave, which was at the time a better move you thought, okay, this is a better move, but it went wrong somewhere. It definitely went wrong. You were adding markets, trying to chase television dollars, and the landscape has completely changed. Now, I mean, what does a television market mean? What does a market mean? For me, it's a lot different than a conference. To me, the Huntington market is important because – the platform that I'm on, I speak to the Huntington market. I speak to this region. And, of course, on top of that, now I'm speaking to anyone, anywhere on a stream, internet stream. You can listen to the program anywhere. 
if you download the app or go to the website, you get the stream. So I'm, I'm speaking to anyone anywhere, not necessarily in this market, but I'm reaching different ears. And then I'm reaching different people on a podcast. And I know this is, this is completely micro here, uh, but a conference. Are you trying to reach a market or I always thought you would try to attract the most viewers, period. And now with services like ESPN Plus, you're trying to attract also subscribers. Why do you think Marshall games are on ESPN Plus? Because Marshall fans will subscribe to ESPN Plus. Why do you think these products are there? It's because you will subscribe. Why will you subscribe? Because you're a passionate fan base. You're a fan base that will make the subscription purchase. It's like $5.99 a month. $5.99 a month, you get all the games that will not be broadcast on linear television. And for me, way more convenient, right? Way more convenient. Do you want to see games on national TV? Sure, you do. But what is national TV now? National TV is your your shot getting it out to as many potential viewers as possible, hoping that they come across it and will watch it. Whereas if you're on a streaming platform, you're targeting. But and again, as I mentioned, I'll sit there and scroll. Like, okay, what's on what's on plus right now? Lacrosse? Okay. Rugby? Yeah, I'll watch that. Hey, there's herd soccer. Okay, I'm gonna watch that definitely. Yeah. Hey, Marshall's got a game against this opponent. I'm gonna watch that too. Maybe kind of get an eye on that. So that's where I think the Sun Belt's definitely got the uh, the upper hand here is going after programs that are gonna make sense for the geographic footprint. If you're Appalachian State, you're kind of smiling right now. You look at the map and you're like, oh, look at this. We could draw a circle. We can draw a circle around us, and these are our opponents. You can bust the Huntington if we want to. Fly to Huntington if you want to. Okay, bust the Huntington if you want to. You can you can charter up. All right, uh, we're gonna get your text in. You can do so at 304-523-2275, 304-523-2275. The White Claw phone line open 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. Good things happening for Marshall's soccer. We'll talk about that when we continue with today's edition of The Drive at ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Presented by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. Text line is open, 304-523-2275. It's The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. Texter writes, ESPN Plus is a great second option behind a traditional TV. Rather have that than jumping around like it's currently and Conference USA. Yes, I agree 100% wholeheartedly like, 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 like. Stadium. CBS Sports Network. CBS Sports Network on Facebook. Stadium on Facebook. Give me, give me a comprehensive television package that makes sense. Not this mishmash, this 
a stew of, okay, let's throw this in. Okay, let's mix that up with this. All right, here it is. Here's your national TV package. I'm sorry. Stadium is a fine, and I don't mean to disparage them, but I think that stadium is a fine programming option. It really is. But it's not where I want to be if I'm trying to build a program that is seen. Now, if Stadium can continue to grow as a broadcast outlet with reach, and of course you also bring a lot of original content, maybe give people a reason why to add you to your satellite or cable package. You know, again, I get digital packages, you know, are important as well, but Stadium is maybe my fourth or fifth option when I'm looking for programming. CBS Sports Network's maybe my fourth option or fifth option as well because you have ESPN and the family of stations. Then you have the Fox stations. And it depends, again, in this day and age of cord cutting, going to skinny packages. I mean, if you're a sports fan... You might be getting like football TV. You're looking at some of the streaming packages thinking, okay, what's got everything I want? And you might go that route. Or you're spending a lot more money on your traditional satellite or your cable package. Because if I want CBS Sports Network, I got to go up a few packages on DirecTV. Now, your mileage is going to vary because everybody's package is different. Cable, satellite, everything's changing. But if I want to actually get CBS Sports Network, I have to go up a few levels and package on the on the programming, get a lot of channels I don't want, paying a lot more money for maybe one or two channels. And reasonably, a family is sitting there going, okay, what can we do without? Well, let's cut, Let's cut TV a little bit. We, we don't need some of these channels here. Oh, well, I'm losing CBS Sports Network. Okay. I mean, there'll be some that'll say, yeah, no problem. I got that. And you're in a better position. And you watch a lot of TV, and that's great. Yeah, this, isn't, uh, this isn't me versus you or you versus uh, them. It's what are people going to do? People are going to go with the most affordable option for them. And if Marshall's on an ESPN, Marshall's going to have a lot more viewership than saying being on CBS Sports Network. A lot more potential. And that's, I think, what Conference USA's problem was. That was the NHL's problem for a long time. NBC Sports Network did a fantastic job. And fortunately, it was on a lower tier package, at least on DirecTV. I don't know what it was for on some of the other packages. Uh, But at the same time, you want to go where the eyeballs are at. And you want to go where there's more potential viewership. And does that mean take lesser, yeah, less amount of games for more reach? But again, it's it's all going to digital. It's going to streaming, and ESPN Plus is a great complementary package to being on ESPN. And of course, you might have to play some Tuesday, Wednesday games. I, I don't think you look at this as okay. Marshall's going to be playing every Tuesday night. No. Marshall versus Appalachian State, Wednesday night showcase on ESPN2 or ESPN? Sure. Coastal Carolina, Appalachian State. I mean, whatever the big hot matchup is in the Sun Belt that week, and I don't see that as going to be the 
the norm as far as, okay, you got three or four Tuesday or Wednesday night games. You got one, maybe. It's not like Maction, which Mac is embraced. That league has embraced that, and I'm here for it. I'm seriously here for it. it it's memorable. You think about it. Uh, sure, the fans aren't showing up, and I get that. I mean, fans are, are struggling now to, to buy tickets. Not just Marshall fans. Fans are struggling across the board to get uh, into a game with what budget they have. I mean, if it's an individual, I mean, you can plan ahead, sure. You, I mean, if you got the discretionary income, you know, there you go. You, this is part of what you do. I mean, for some, it's a game-by-game basis. Not that they don't want to support the herd or they don't want to go. It's just, okay, I can do this game. I can do this game. And I think with a schedule like what the Sun Belt possibly offers, I think there'll be a little bit more of an enticing schedule for people. Sure, a Tuesday night game might hurt. But at the same time, I think that if you if you work it right, if you're Marshall, and let's be honest, why do you go to a game when you can watch it on TV? Why do you go to a game? It's the experience. It's the atmosphere. It's the experience. And what should you do? should always try to improve the experience at, at Marshall. For a Marshall football game, improve the experience, right? How do you do that? I mean, you got some options here. You got some options. And I'm, I'm sorry to say the DJ is not one of the options that I would say improves game day. I don't think that. And let me tell you right now. For years, I was not a big fan of the Marshall Band. The Marshall Band has gotten a lot better. And if you're going to a college football game, I want to hear the band. I want to hear the pomp of a band. I want a college band playing when there's quiet time. Let them rock. Let them play. Sure, the DJ brings a different energy to the game, but you know what? I would I would look at maybe, okay, how can you make game day presentation better? And you have to look at that stuff. You got to look at affordability. You got to look at game day presentation. You got to look at everything, comfort. You got to make sure that the experience is, is worth it. It's affordable, but it's still an experience because if the experience is better at home, I'm going to watch it at home, right? If the game is on TV, the experience is better at home. You're going to watch it on your TV. So I think you gotta you gotta work at it a little bit. It's just not an automatic that okay, I'm a herd fan, so I'm going to go get a ticket and go watch the game. I think with a schedule that will have some teams that I like, and that's me, Georgia Southern, Marshall. Cool, I'm there. I like that. Old Southern Conference days. I'm, I'm about it. All right, we got to hit the break. I promise you we talk a little bit about soccer. We're going to do that. We'll get your text in as well. You can do so by texting 304-523-2275, 304-523-2275. I do read them all. I'll try to get to them all as you send them. So uh, the more you send, the more we'll get into. And we'll do that when we continue with today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Presented by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. 
We're wrapping up today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Gates are open now for those of you heading to the Herd's inter-squad scrimmage tonight. Cam Anderson Center. The event's free and open to the public. If you haven't arrived yet and you're still on your way, don't forget you are asked to enter through the 3rd Avenue entrance at the top of the ramp and you're asked to sit in the north end of the arena, the side opposite the benches. Soccer today. Marshall University has another conference honoree. This time, it's Marshall Men's Soccer Redshirt Junior Milo Yosef, named Conference USA Offensive Player of the Week, earned his first weekly award of the season and third of his career. Marshall University also uh, new soccer coaches polls out. Marshall is second, Georgetown number one, Marshall second, Oregon State third, Washington fourth, and then out of Conference USA, Kentucky fifth. And FIU 17th. Pretty strong. You're in a a league with three top 25 teams. Actually, top 20. FIU 17, Kentucky 5, Marshall 2. You think Kentucky is going to stay in a watered-down Conference USA for men's soccer when it's an easy fix to just be an associate member of the Sun Belt if soccer happens there? Pretty easy. That's an easy fix. Uh, FIU, I'm sure FIU, will Conference USA have enough, will the programs that the league's looking at, will those programs be enough to field a soccer program? I mean, not everyone in Conference USA uh, has soccer, right? Not every program has soccer. But if you have, I mean, there are core sports you got to have. But if soccer is not one of them on your on your list, there. But if Conference USA loses all the teams, it's losing, and you don't have much left to replace it. Because this is going to be a football this can be a football forward movement here to replace teams. Football is going to be the the main focus of whatever Conference USA looks like. Yeah, is men's soccer going to be a high priority for this league? Probably not. Will the Sun Belt add soccer? That's that's just one of the things I've heard. Not not official, not happening until it happens. But wouldn't that be cool? Right? I mean, we can talk about it. We can speculate a little bit about it. But that's a, that's a consideration here. But at the end of the day, this is going to be football first. Football driven, football focused first with consideration for all of the other athletic departments and and the thundering herd you know you can always you can always find a landing spot for soccer soccer doesn't have to be beholden to conference USA soccer doesn't have to uh, yeah, soccer can be elsewhere you can have uh, you can have soccer in the ACC why not right Brian why not Hey, look at look at the Sun Belt. The the teams that are in this thing. You look at it. Southern Miss was Southern Miss was a team I thought would turn the lights off in Conference USA, but instead, leaving for a new conference. Now, Conference USA doesn't have any original members left. This this has been sort of the transitional conference uh, over many years. The Sun Belt, pretty stable, right? South Alabama. 
Oldest program in the Sun Belt, 1976. Arkansas State, Little Rock in Louisiana, 1991. Been around a while. Troy, uh, ULM, 2005-2006. Georgia State, Texas State, UTA, App State, Georgia Southern and Coastal Carolina, recent additions. Georgia State and Texas State and UTA, um, 2013 additions. App in Georgia, 2014, and then Coastal, 2016. It's worked out, hasn't it? And you look at the enrollment, I think you're going to see like institutions because App's got 18,000, Georgia Southern's got 23,000, UTA has got um, 35,000 enrollment, Texas State's got 33,000, Georgia State's got 28,000, then you got Troy with 12,000, Louisiana with 14,000. Little Rock's in the league at 7,000. Arkansas State's at 8,000. South Alabama's 9,000. Coastal Carolina, 9,500. So you've got sort of a wide spectrum there, but nothing too crazy. So I think you got some like-minded institutions. Again, got to wait for Marshall to figure this out. It's a done deal, and we're just waiting for the, the, formal, the formality here. Are we waiting for the right time to package this and present this? Is this a matter of putting together the right optics? I think Hurt fans just want this done. And you look at the athletic department. I'm sure the athletic department is doing the legwork here and the president's office is doing the legwork here. And... It's up to the Board of Governors to approve this thing. And if, if it's going to be approved, then I think you should do it sooner than later. But I get it. You want to hire the new president. You want to name the new president. Won't take the job until next year, but you want to have that person's input. And again, that's a phone call. That's a Zoom call. You've probably already extended the job offer. Now Thursday's the formality. Do it properly. Do it formally. Here's the offer. Accepted. Okay, then we got to wait a few days for whatever input that's going to happen. All right, that's going to do it for this edition of The Drive here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. We appreciate everyone who joined us today. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow. We're going to do it all over again. Uh, tomorrow, we're going to get a little bit more focus towards Marshall's opponent this week. FIU coming to Huntington. We might have a couple of surprises for you tomorrow. Because after all, being on this show, uh, that means we book book big guests. I'm building you up because I like AJ Ricketts, the voice of uh, FIU. I like him a lot. He's a, he's a really good guy to talk to. So I'm building him up a little bit. Uh, we'll have the voice of the Panthers tomorrow on the program. That's going to do it here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. WRBC Huntington, W231BS Huntington, broadcasting from the Oscars Breakfast Burgers and Brew Studios. This is ESPN 94.1 and AM 930.